It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, like always, you can reach out to us on social media. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My first guest is Angela Santamero. She is co-creator of the award-winning show Blues Clues. She's also the creator of the hit children's shows Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and Super Y, among others. Her new book is Life Clues, Unlocking the Lessons to an Exceptional Life. It's our pleasure to welcome Angela Santamero to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. My (laughs) pleasure. My pleasure. Now, you are the co-creator of Blues Clues and several other shows. But before we get into that, how did you get started in children's educational programming? How did that start for you? You know, I uh, was always around kids. I was that babysitter that, you know, had an Excel chart to keep track of all the kids (laughs) that I would babysit. And then I ended up studying child developmental theory of my master's um, and instructional technology and media. So basically, I come from a family of teachers and I thought, what would it be like to teach the best preschool curriculum, but on TV? All right, there you go. Now, Blue's Clues, such a great show. I remember my boys watching the show as kids. How did the idea for that particular show come about for you, Angela? Well, Nickelodeon was looking for a game show, Double Dare, back in the day. Was really I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. And so they were looking for something for little ones. Um, and I happened to be in that department where people were discussing it and talking about it. Um, and they said to me, what, what would you do, you know, for a preschool game show? And I, and I started writing from there. Okay, wow. And so it came up with that idea. Now, that show went on to become a movie. It was so popular. Why do you think children connected so well with Blue's Clues? Uh, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that we were challenging them and empowering them. So there were these little games that you played as a preschooler watching, and we paused. We, like, we waited four beats before Steve, who was our original host, would answer and look directly at the camera and answer that kid at home. And I think that pull, that gravitational pull, was something that kind of that kept kids in it and playing with us um, for a really long time. You know, we're still we're still making blues clues. Now, were you surprised at how successful the show became? You know, yes, to the level that it became, I was surprised. I knew kids would like it. I really did. But, you know, that's only one piece of the of the ingredients when you're when you're doing something like this. Right. So, yes, we're still so happy and so surprised by the success. All right. And so as the creator of the show, how much creative control do you actually have? You know, we um, I'm an executive producer. I was the head writer and then had a writing team. So everything from shooting all the way through, you know, writing, shooting all the way through animation. My me, my co-creator, Tracy Page Johnson, oversaw everything. And then the, the network, of course, it was their budget. So they would make sure and their show. Right. So they would make sure everything was with their notes and their feedback and, you know, obviously so respectful for everything they did to make Blue's Clues a success. 
All right. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear on the phone this morning with the co-creator of the award-winning Blues Clues franchise. She's also the creator of the hit children's shows, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and Super Why. We'll talk a little bit more about that. She has a book out called Life Lessons. We'll talk about that in a second as well. For more information on Angela, more information on the show, reach out to us on social media. Like, follow, and share on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Now, I know when you're developing these shows, you have to be very intentional about the educational components. Tell us about how much research goes into putting these shows together. You know, we uh, we pioneered this idea of formative research for preschoolers, while for kids, while we were actually in development of every single episode of the show. So for Blue's Clues, we tested a second draft of a script um, with kids and would get their feedback and have a beautiful research meeting where we would all talk about the results. And then we'd do it again uh, when we had an animatic, a black and white version of the show. And again, at the end of the show, when all the animation and bells and whistles were there. And that was to make sure that, A, that we were really educating them, and B, we were meeting the goals of that particular episode um, and then C, we wanted to know if kids were leaning in, watching, laughing, interacting. And so that started way back when in the 90s. And then we continued that. And I know a lot of other shows um, started to do that work as well, because when you're developing a show, it takes almost nine months for one show to air, you know, to like literally go through the process, depending on what you're doing, of course, for us and for lots of shows, it's that long. And so there's a lot of points that you can double check your work, basically. Um, and it ensures that our shows are ahead. It ensures that our kids are learning, you know, it ensures all those pieces that, you know, you don't want to find that out at the end of your entire series that it doesn't work. Okay. So here's the key when you're doing an educational program, like, such as you produce, do kids get that they are learning or they do they think they're simply watching something that's fun? You know, I think it's both. I think especially little ones love to know that they have a new vocabulary word or that they know uh, something that they can share with their parents. We see that a lot with Daniel Tiger where the, where the kids will sing those strategies to help their parents out of anger or anything that they're, their emotions that they're feeling. But it's play, right? Because play is the work of the child. And so for them to be challenged in such a way where they need to help someone, that's the game, quote unquote, that we're playing. So we take it very seriously in terms of why we encourage kids to lean in and to participate. And then because of that, our hope is that they have mastery of the concepts that we're putting on the show. All right. Again, this morning, we're speaking to Angela Santamaro. She is the co-creator of Blues Clues and the creator of hit shows like Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and Super Why. She's also the author of the book Life Clues. Now, with Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which you created, is based on characters from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, I understand. I would imagine that that would be a huge responsibility connected with a show that's so beloved. A lot of pressure there. Oh, my gosh. So much pressure there. You know, um, I was friendly with Fred Rogers because I was a crazy huge fan. <laughs> and when Blue's Clues premiered, I would talk about him being my inspiration. And so I got to meet him and understand his process and go to the set. And we bonded over child development. And so after he died, um, the team said, "What would, you know, he didn't like much of what was on TV, but he liked what you did. So what would you do to promote his legacy? And I just was 
Lord, you know, like what kind of show would I do? And I, I knew what I didn't want to do, which was I wasn't going to go hire another actor to be Fred Rogers. You know, like he was born. He's not somebody that you can just go find. Mm-hmm. And so I, I said that I would animate the na- I loved the show. So I would animate the neighborhood of make believe and create a next generation of those characters. And so, yes, it was a love project from the beginning till today. Right. Like you really it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of responsibility, but it's a lot of love. Uh, one thing that I, I want to say about um, Daniel Tiger's neighborhood is I love his relationship with his parents, most especially his dad. Um, how much of your parents did you put into this show? Oh, so funny. You know, I think it was more about modeling the right thing to say, like model, giving some tools to parents today. So we were really basing it on you know, the most patient, the most, you know, <laughs> understanding and the most child development centered adults um, as possible without much stress. Right. So it's not real life. It's the neighborhood of make believe. And so we do show the parents not necessarily being, quote unquote, perfect, but they're pretty perfect. And um, no, my parents weren't that perfect. All right. And so that's good. I, I, I must say, as a father, as a man, it's good to see that on TV portrayed on TV, I must say. Yeah, I you know, I'm sick of all the dumb dad jokes on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's right. really important that and, and little ones, especially and kids in general, love their parents. You know, they really do. OK, so we talked about Blue's Clues. We talked about Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Let's talk about Super Y. You got superheroes, princesses and dogs. You really can't go wrong there. Tell us about Super Y and what sparked the idea for that show. Super Y was actually my master's thesis when I went to Teachers College, Columbia University, and I wanted to get kids to read, right? So there was all this research that said, of course, kids who are watching TV don't read because they're watching TV. And so I thought, how can we celebrate the love of reading and celebrate the adventures that are inside books with animation? You know, what could we do to really show that? Um, And, you know, you feel like a superhero when you finally start to read. When everything starts to click, you feel like you're part of this world and that you're a superhero. Um, And so that was really the impetus behind that and wanting kids to um, also help and play and, of course, learn to read and learn to love to read. Okay, so you earlier you talked about research and doing research for the show. What is it like to be behind the scenes and to look in at children watching the show that you created for them and to see how much they're getting out of it or just talking to parents or fan mail and things like that. What is that feedback like for you? Uh, you're going to make me cry. This is like the third time that I'm like tearing up. Oh, um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's everything, you know, the, I still will never forget the very first time that Blue's Clues was completed. Right. And we had tested it along the way, but it was the final, final show. And we brought it into a classroom and there were about 50 kids watching. And the first time they all started to find a clue and started pointing and screaming and listening and leaning in, I, we literally just got there and cried. Like if there's nothing like that feeling, you know, and, and also to know that kids are, you know, we have longitudinal studies that prove kids are learning from our shows. And so all of that feedback is really, you know, it's, it, it's really lovely. All right. So, um, Angela, take us behind the scenes through the creative process. How do you get to one episode um, of the show and the 
from going from a thought inside someone's head to the finished product that we actually see on the air, the writing, the production, the actors, the editing. Take us through the part. How does this all work? Yeah, so it's different for every show, but for us, what we do is we come together. We come with a list of things that we really want to tackle this season, and we come with usually an overall or overarching theme. We bring it to the writers, we bring it to the producers, we bring it to the network, like the powers that be that that have to weigh in, and we discuss it in like a three-hour meeting. We have writing meetings that follow that meeting so that we can put together basically a guidebook for what the season will be like that will then um, be done over the course of, I would say, two to three years, depending on how many episodes we're doing. And at the same time that the writers are starting the writing process, which is, you know, a premise to an outline to a draft one, two, three, four, depending on how many drafts to a final draft, we're also starting to design. So we, st- we have a point of view about what every little prop will look like, what every background looks like, what the, you know, the world is like. We start to design that and go back and forth at the same time. And then once a script is completed, it goes into, well, second draft, it goes into research. We talk about it, it might go back into research. And then the script is delivered. And that's the script that um, the storyboard artist and the director will turn into uh, a storyboard, an animatic. And that's kind of a black and white guide of the entire episode. And that's actually what we showed to PBS for Daniel Tiger, just that black and white animatic when they were like, we have to have this show. We love it so much. (laughs) Um, And then we usually get feedback, especially in early development from kids at that stage. And then we go into the animation. So basically everything is pretty much laid out. And then the fun in bringing those characters to life through animation. And then also at the same time, we're usually creating the songs, we're working on the music, we're working on the feel of every song in every episode. So there's a lot, like if you look at our schedule, there's like a million different colors for all the different things that happen at the exact same time to get to a completed episode. All right, I'm exhausted just hearing all that. (laughs) (laughs) So how long does this process take? You know, it's so funny because it really does depend and things are, are... becoming a little bit quicker and a little bit faster. But for us, we say one episode is nine months. It's like having a baby. Um, And then you're doing like, you know, we're doing like five, six, seven episodes at the same time, because if you have a script and early premise, you have another episode that's final delivery animation. So you can do many at at the same time. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. You can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me this morning is Angela Santamero. She is co-creator of the award-winning Blues Clues, creator of the hit shows Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and Super Y. She's here this morning to talk about our new book life clues unlocking the lessons to an exceptional life now let's talk about that book well you know i used, i kept like a handy dandy notebook from blues because i kept a notebook <laughs> with me um throughout the process and it's been over 25 years that i've been doing this and there are certain themes and certain words and and phrases and strategies that we've given to kids over the years that are thoroughly researched that come from academic research Um, that I knew that my kids as they turned adults would also need um, and we as adults also need. And I know, you know, we've all been through so much the past few years that to find more joy 
in our lives is so important. And how do we do that? And there's such a, you know, child centered view of the world that I think brings a little bit more light and a little bit more joy. And so, you know, I, so I wrote this book based on those, those ideals. So Angela, what are some of the most important things you've learned from children that you believe is a valuable lesson for adults to learn? You know, I think that when we lose our childlike sense of wonder, that curiosity, that ability to lean in and ask questions, I feel like we become so jaded and so hard, especially when we as adults need to have all of the answers when we're not supposed to show, you know, cracks in our surface, you have to be perfect, you know, all of these things and, you know, the realities of life and all of the things that we're juggling. Um, it's so hard, but if we can keep that playfulness, that lightness um, and that understanding of how a child looks at the world when it snows, you know, it's like instead of automatically going to, oh, my God, what a mess. How am I going to get to work? All of that's true. But if we can take a minute to think about that wonder and that excitement, it just kind of changes your day a little bit. OK. Now, again, one of the shows you created is Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. It was inspired, like we said, about from Mr. Rogers neighborhood. What are some of the most important life lessons you learned from Mr. Rogers? And um, let's talk about, you You know, you talked about how you guys had that relationship. What are some of the most important things, takeaways you learned? You know, I think the biggest takeaway for me, I wrote a paper on him when I was in eighth grade. He was my um, mentor from afar. Like we had to write about someone that we idolized. And so writing about him, I learned that he had so much information in child development theory. He did research. He would ask questions um, before he would attempt to, you know, start writing his show. So, so what I learned is to do your homework, right? Is to make sure you understand everything there is to know about kids, to lead into consultants, to lead into information that we might not know. And then when you start writing from that vantage point, you obviously have way more information to share. And then you're talking to kids. What Fred did was respect kids. He didn't talk down to them. There isn't a pedantic bone in his body. Um, And he also practiced that attentive listening, that eye contact that when you're listening and talking with somebody, that they're the only people in the room at that moment. And that you know, I definitely try to, um, to, you know, I'm inspired by that. So in all the work that I do, I definitely try to keep that alive. And again, this morning, we're speaking to co-creator of the show Blues Clues, Angela Santamero. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this.